Hey geeks, welcome back to Geek Gals on Site. I'm your host, Chinlin. Normally, Geek Gals attends events and interview guests at the events, but for today's episode, we recorded a phone interview ahead of time. We had the chance to interview Sarah Shalacy, co-creator of Ladies Eat Free, an all-queer women sketch comedy group. Ladies Eat Free created a comedic short film, Queer Eye for the Straight Girl, a parody version of Netflix's Queer Eye. The short will showcase this weekend at Babes Fest in Austin, Texas. The festival celebrates women and non-binary artists in film, music, art, and comedy. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Here's the interview now. Can you tell me a little bit more about Ladies Eat Free and just, I guess, how did you guys start the comedy group? Yes. So we are an all-queer female guest comedy group. We're based out of Austin, so I am sadly now based out of New York. And we started because basically in college I had this idea for like a stupid like PSA spoof video, and I ended up making it with my friends in Austin, and we kind of just like had a really good time making it, and so we ended up making another video, Congagious, which ended up getting a few thousand views. And we kind of were like, oh, you know, like, this is fun. Like, we should see where this goes. And ever since then, we've just kind of been taking it a little bit more seriously. We have an Instagram. We have a Facebook page. We've been submitting stuff places. So that's kind of how we got started. Congrats on getting to showcase Queer Eye for the Straight Girl at Babes Fest this year. What are you looking forward to the most? Well, I think it will be very exciting. I actually, I know one other of the filmmakers who's going to be showcasing her film as well, but because I would ideally at some point like to be back to Austin, I think it'll be really cool to like kind of finally get to meet some other female filmmakers and hopefully make some nice connections and maybe collaborate with some people in the future. Oh, that's neat to like build a network and a support group, make some connections, have some friends. The film industry is so male-dominated. Like, when I meet other badass queer, or not queer, just female filmmakers, it's really awesome. So I want to be able to, I think it'd be great to have a a better network of female filmmakers. Got it. I was doing some research yesterday, and I found out Uh there was actually a TV show called Queer Eye for the Straight Girl back in, like, 2005 on the Bravo Network. And um, it was, like, canceled after one season. So um, was this show and the current series, Queer Eye, on Netflix, were those your inspirations? So we did find out about the Queer Eye for the Straight Girl, and none of us watched it. We had heard that it was not very successful. And I don't think most people knew about that version of it because – I feel like when the new Queer Eye came out, I was seeing all over social media, everyone being like, they need to do a lesbian Queer Eye, and there was no mention of the fact that there kind of was a lesbian Queer Eye. I I would say that that was our inspiration, but the new Queer Eye for sure was our inspiration, Um, and as well as random people on the internet being like, someone should do this. So definitely we're like, people are asking for this. Let's let's do a spoof. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I watched Queer Eye for the Straight Girl on your YouTube channel, and I really, uh-huh. I really liked the scenes where Simba was going through Megan's closet, and <laughs> Rachel was teaching her how bad almonds were in just the most exaggerated way possible. Uh-huh. 
Um, are there any fun uh, behind-the-scenes stories that you'd like to share? Let me think on that for a minute, because I know there are some. But we shot it, I guess it wasn't that long ago. I would get so, like, stressed out when we're shooting that I, like, black out all the memories. Not really, obviously. Um, but I think the almond thing was kind of improvised, or it was added in very late, because Rachel had decided that she wanted to wear a chef's hat, which I was like, absolutely, let's do that. And then she, like, just decided we were going to go in the bathroom and turn on all the faucets. And, and that's the fun thing about working with these girls and having known them for so many years is so much of it is improvised. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a few bloopers. We, when we were filming the GoPro scene, we uh, almost had an incident where we almost got hit by a car. It was fun. Oh, my God. Um, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people were not watching where they were going while we were driving through an intersection. So that was good. Um but yeah, let me let me think on that and think if there's any other better behind the scenes like scenarios that I can give you. Yeah, sure. Take your time. Yeah. We can come back to that if not. All right. Is it just the short film on YouTube or are you guys planning on um creating more? A lot of people have asked if we're gonna do a series of Queer Eye, but I mean maybe we would do another episode, but I think we kind of exhausted a lot of the jokes and it kind of is just good as a standalone single spooch. We do have a bunch of things in planning for right now. Actually we haven't officially announced it anywhere yet, but we're hoping to hopefully get the funds together and shoot a full twenty four minute pilot in two thousand nineteen. Uh, right now everything we do is sketch comedy, but this will be obviously more of a sitcom that can have a whole season and series. That's a big thing that we're working on right now. And hopefully it happens, so we'll see. Oh, that's incredible. Fingers crossed. Yeah, it's stressful because we've never done anything that big and we're trying to, like, raise money and really do it right. So, so it's very stressful, but, you know, I feel, I feel like it could happen. Yeah. Have y'all considered, like, yeah. maybe starting a Patreon? Yeah, we're going to do, like, a Kickstarter. Okay. Yeah, so we'll see. It's just, you know, it's stressful to ask people for a large sum of money and then be like, I can use their money and hopefully make them proud. So, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right. But I feel confident about it. I feel like we're ready. Yeah. I was going to ask what other projects are y'all working on, but it sounds like you guys are pretty are in a pretty good spot right now. Um, I mean, we are going to keep doing some sketches. Uh, I'm going to be back down there in the next few months, so we'll probably shoot a couple shorter things. And then hopefully we will... We've also... We've thrown one event now during South By, so we're hoping to throw another event, which will kind of be like a kickoff to, like, the pilot and then a fundraiser as well. And also just because it's fun, we have a really good community, a great queer community in Austin, so it's nice to throw these little events where, like, we get to know even more people who are in the community and just really become engraved in the, the queer community in Austin. I, I love doing Well, throwing events is stressful, but when they're actually happening, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. Did you ever come yeah. up with a behind-the-scenes story? Well, we did have an incident where there's the scene where it's the before and after of the cat on the bed, and that's all that Katie does to the room. Yeah. When we recorded it, for some reason, none of the sound got recorded. And the cat decided at that point that she did not want to participate anymore. So we had to shake it like the cat was still in the room, which she was not. And that was the last shot of the day. And everyone was just like, 
tired and wanting to go home. So the cat was a problematic actor, but she ended up, she, I think she still stole the show in the end. <laughs> oh, cats. I'm actually more of a dog person. <laughs> yeah, me too. But, you know, you take what you can get. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Have a great night and have an awesome weekend. Thank you. Yes, you have a good night as well. The music you're listening to is Funko Rama by Kevin McLeod.